To old car wax. This is Michael, your bougie black brother, coming to you again with our financial series with Chaz Jenkins. Today we're going to talk about uh, something kind of interesting: um, saving for a home, or using that savings for your retirement or stock market. So there's a little options here and there that we wanted to talk about. But before that, our last session was all about car buying. And we thought, <laughs> we thought it was a good idea to start educating our folks to say, let's start thinking smart about our car buying. So I got, I'm going to start with what I got. So what I got was, oh, yeah, that was pretty cool, but uh, I'm still waiting. I, I want a BMW 3 Series, but I'm thinking I'm about getting a 5. And I'm like, look, did you see what I was talking about of uh, the maintenance costs? And the, Yeah, I know, but I may not be driving it as much. How many cars you have? One. <laughs> so <laughs> how the hell are you going to get to work? <laughs> so, But except for trying to beat them up over the head, I made the decision to say, I got you, but you, you listen to it, so at least it's in your head. But Chaz, you have a different perspective. So, I, 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 I'm getting roasted. So, you're getting roasted. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah I get, speaking of Don Rickles. Yeah, you know, speaking just, of, yes, <laughs> you know, rest in peace. Uh, right. I little dude walked in the house. Who's a hippie? Who's a hippie with the with the ledger car? I'm like, bruh. It's me over here. <laughs> yeah, like I can't I I just can't charge my car in peace. You gotta get off some jokes. But who's a hippie, bro? You what you you feed animals too? You go to, you volunteer at the animal you shelter? Peter? You work yeah, for Peter too. For Peter too. I was like so uh, just breaking it down, I, I get is free fuel and electricity. Like electricity rates are cheap. Yep. Um it doesn't matter, ugly looking car, and I'm just like, where are these jokes coming from? I'm, the air quality, like, come on. Like, so I, I think when you promote the fact of <laughs> saving the earth, uh, that's not sexy. Remember, we talked about before the financial making budgeting sexy. But the, how do you make budgeting sexy? How do you make saving the environment sexy in the hood? Uh, in the hood, though. In the hood, that's. I would just say, hey, uh, you know, the earth is being ravaged, homie. <laughs> hey, and you want to live longer? Yeah, you want to live? <laughs> Dude, a black man ain't going to live long, not in these day and age. Oh You're like, God. here you go, the man again. Like death? Yeah. Like, uh, I'm living on the edge, bro. Especially, I mean, it's kind of like real talk. Yeah. We got, we're dealing with Flint, Michigan. Um, you already know about the last stuff, you know, the last situation. 
if you just say, you know, if you live in the hood or whatever you qualify as the hood or your neighborhood, when you want to make the air cleaner, make it better for you and your, especially if you're a parent. If you're yeah, a parent, especially if you you're can't, a parent. you can't roast new rule. If you're a parent, you can't roast people who drive hybrids or electric cars because they're making it better for you and your goofy kids. So. Yeah. But again, they don't want to be goofy. They're going to wear $200 sneakers. So that's not helping. That's not helping the environment. That's not helping fin- your finances. But it does fly. And how how important you can is pull it to on that? How, how okay for women? How's important? How how important is it to look fly? I know dudes dudes want to get dudes will do anything just to get women. So, so I, I get that part. That's why peacocks, the male peacock, uh-huh. has all the feathers. So the male peacock, metaphorically, is driving a V eight Charger. <laughs> with Rims, who who live with his mama, and <laughs> but but he's gonna attract the female species. It's yeah. gonna attract. I don't mean it's gonna keep, but it's gonna attract. Fair enough. Fair. But I can't long term. So <laughs> this is what we're trying to talk about: financial long term. The peacock long term needs to do what? The peacock needs to just say, "Hey, look, I ain't gotta show all my feathers." <laughs> Because I'm accessible and I'm here and I'm going to take care of you. So the peacock has to do something more than just showing. Okay, so the peacock is like, what's up, girl? Let me get your number. And she's Look like. You, <laughs> Broke ass, Nick. <laughs> no, well, okay. Hold on, hold on. You ain't got no feathers. Hold Look on. at that, Nick. <laughs> she, you know, uh, and the peacock is like. So just getting to know you, blah 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 blah. Hey, you gonna so we're gonna go half for the first couple of days. She's like, "Well, I'm accustomed to." Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. What's your response so, to that? So <laughs> the peacock dies early uh, because that peacock will die alone. Because that's what nature is. Nature goes that way, but. Again, there's a different way of the natural selection. So natural selection is, I don't have to show you all my feathers, Mm -hmm. but I need to let you know I can take care of you because I'm not with my mom. I'm fiscally uh, uh, efficient in what I do, and I got cash. So what's the other person bringing to the table? So I, I guess what I'm saying is... We got to make sure both people aren't financially just, I'm enabling this person mm-hmm. and I'm taking advantage of the other person. So that's a balance. Mm-hmm. So that's the word relationship. Mm. When you have a relationship, you have an evenly uh, thought patterns. I don't normally, any you know, me, I don't have a 50-50 it was 40-60, was then flipped to a 30-70, and then it was closer to the 50, but now it's 80-20 because of what we built together. So the relationship brought it to that, mm-hmm. not the actual money from each side. The relationship built to that, but that's a long-term investment. That's why we're talking investment. Mm-hmm. You invest in your uh, significant other your perspective other, and what do they bring to the table? Because sometimes you don't know what to do with your money, but they do. So they'll work your money better than you work your own. So, well, <clears throat> uh, 
we 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 do we did the quick recap for the last topic with the cars, and you're talking about dudes like to get cars to track women. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, we're, right. we're all guilty of on, on some level. Yes, you want, you want the nice whip to attract them. You know, what's whatever. I'm I'm thinking. Do we have we talked about the role of finances in relationships and how it plays a role in either improving your finances or decreasing the quality? No, we didn't talk about that. Because to me, it plays a role into what we're going to talk about today. Like, do you understand how I'm thinking that? I do, but we, that's a deeper I, sociological, I <laughs> uh, uh, a lot of things. Yeah. So there's baggage with that, mm-hmm. and then there's there's, uh, I'll just say, prizes that you can pick up along so the way. So when we're talking about what we're going to talk about, is right. this, this for the individual, or we're thinking about couples so we're talking individuals okay okay not couples because an individual should be thinking okay where am i at in my life and where am i going Mm -hmm. um you may have a relationship and you're living with someone or you may be dating someone you're not living with them but you still have your own goals so Mm -hmm. if you're looking to say how do i save enough money in order to get a home because i want to get a home before i'm 30 Mm mm-hmm Whereby some people, you looking at what's available with investments out now, yeah. you can say, I can rent at a rate that I can be investing maybe 400 or $500 more that except for getting a house at 30, I can get a house at 35 and have maybe 20% down have a lower mortgage rate mm-hmm. and... And then maybe a 20 year stuff or a 30 year. Yeah. So you turning around and you actually going to have that house owned prior to retirement, prior to probably the maturity, if you did have children, prior to your children actually maturing to the age to say, I can't do nothing with this house. I'm going to pass it along. Yeah. But if you invest in that way, and that's why the, the conversation goes to don't run to get a house. And then had that debt and not able to support all the taxes and yeah. the repairs yeah. and everything. Get that nest egg with your, your investments. And then once you have that, then you have something that you can put on top of getting that home. So when we talk in rent or, or, or own, we're not saying forever. We're saying when. So as an individual, when is a good time? Because if you're not investing now, all you're doing is just waiting to get a home. So you're wasting money. But if you know you want a home, how do you set up your savings, What you, how you save to now, get to that point? It's funny you mentioned that. That's the same thing I'm wondering now. Go ahead. I talked to, uh, I talked to my credit union guy. I was like, yeah, you know, I'm trying to figure this out. And he just kind of broke it down. Like, look, there's a lot of myths, myths out there for first-time home buyers. You know, there's not that many programs, et cetera, et cetera. It really doesn't matter. Right. I think you need to take like uh, one of the Tim one of the seminars. They're gonna go into detail. And I was like, okay, I need to, I need to do that because I'm yeah. thinking for first time home buyers, man, there's all these programs I I can take advantage of. Mm-hmm. With all these things I can do. And he was saying, eh, it's just like there's no free lunch. There's no such thing as a free lunch. So it was. Was but, uh, what do you mean? That's why the balloon blew up. 
they were giving houses away during the Bush administration. 2005 to 07? So around, around that 2000 and um, going up to him leaving office. Mm-hmm. Oh, they were giving it away. So first-time home buyers. You can be a first-time home buyer every three years. Wh- what? Yeah, every so, three years. <laughs> so if I'm an investor, I'm good. Yeah, so that's what was happening. Yeah. And these people didn't have any collateral but they was able to get a home. Mm-hmm. And then they turned at home and sold it to someone else, turned it, turned it, turned it. And they always was able to use government money or uh, something else in order to get these homes and turn them. But they saturated the market. Yeah. And then you builders came out of nowhere. And then that's where, you know, uh, I know I'm diverting, but that's where all the Mexicans and, and people from the um, South America came up and started building homes everywhere. And they were like, they're taking all our jobs. But they didn't say that when they was building the homes and they was buying <laughs> right. those homes. Right. But once they stopped, they when were like, convenient. yo. Yeah. yeah. So that's when it came from there. So now mm-hmm. these banks is like, look, we're not going to go down this hole anymore because the government is watching what we're doing. And there's no push to say home buying is key. Because the rich now says, uh, there's not going to be no new land, so let's not let these people have this land. They're going to sell it, and then they're going to live into a condo that's um, 50 stories high, where we got the land on the ground, Mm -hmm. and they got a space in the building. Big difference. Hmm. Okay, so you, you, you mentioned... Uh, you you tease at the previous podcast that Go ahead. You, you felt like you know rent, renting has some incentives. I'm renting now, and the next I'm thinking two years, uh, minimum twelve months, but probably two years. I want to buy, and I'm just thinking about in my head the mathematics. It seems like there's so much more advantages to to buying now. I went to the home show. Go ahead. Yeah. The home, I wanted to hear about that. <laughs> the home the home show at the Cobb Galleria. I don't want to say it was whack. It was <laughs> <laughs> You don't want to say, but you, you led with it. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to say it was whack. But yeah, it, it was yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just for first of all, I didn't know if you own a home. There were so many gutter guard products. Yep. I'm like, how are gutters that <laughs> Yes is important. How important are gutters? So, if you don't have gutters, uh, water will seep into the foundation, the mm-hmm. wood, and all of that, and then it starts breaking apart. It's uh, it it deteriorates your home. So then mm-hmm. you're making more repairs because of because you didn't put okay. in the right gutters or gutters in particular. And now you're like, oh, now I got to get the leaves out. And that's why I don't have any trees around my home. Mm-hmm. Because I used to have one that had a big tree that was over it. And it was it was just terrible. Any storms and everything. Just dealing with the gutters. Yeah. Yeah. So it was killing I, it. I didn't know that. I know. So there's cool. so many. That's why we talk. Right. So <laughs> many gutter products. Um, I was a little disappointed by the you know sustainability. There was only a couple uh, solar panel people. Right. In Georgia, there's no incentives. You're only going to get the... <laughs> Are you kidding me? There's, so if you get mm-hmm. solar panels for the yeah, home... You only get federal uh, tax credits. Yeah. So uh, yeah. W- w- when he said that, I wasn't terribly surprised. I'm like, we're in a, yeah. we're in a deep south. 
I don't believe you know. <laughs> Which is crazy. Son is from the Lord. Yeah, when you when you think about it, we're in the we're in the deep south where people should be, you know, a lot of agriculture, et cetera. You think people be more accepting to things that are gonna help the environment. But that's part of education. So if your education is only about the soil I think that's that's lobbying. That's Yeah, uh, but if you lobby a person and yeah. just keeps them segregated in their thinking, mm-hmm. they only gonna know that's not even worth it. Maybe. Fox News. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> disclaimer. No, that was not subtle. No, so, well, I'm sorry. Uh, but no, no. So yeah. the thing is, I want that, mm-hmm. but I also know, because I spoke to some solar panel people, mm-hmm. and they said if you get a certain type of system, yeah. you can sell it back you can. when you're not using it. What I didn't know was um, what they were selling, you don't need any power to your home. Essentially, you can be off the grid. I didn't I didn't realize there's that much power where you can Oh yeah. You can power your entire home without uh any utility bill. So I thought that is But they're connected to the utility companies. Yeah. So when they say, you know, you won't be paying a utility bill, but you'll be you know, you pay a service fee for mm-hmm. the connection. So when your house is connected and things and, you know, part of the power grid, you can pay, you know, you can use that energy from someone in your neighborhood. I just, well, I just thought about it like this. Mm-hmm. You have an upfront cost of, we'll say, 20000 mm-hmm. So 20000 you know, you divide it by how many years you think you'll live in a house. Mm-hmm. So you do 10 years. um, and then those ten years are divided by twelve per month to try to get that uh, get that calculation. Mm-hmm. And then you take your average power bill and say, okay, over the next x many, you know, the same years, ten years. How many years? Um, how many years will it take for you to either break even, or we we either break, you know, we even break even at all in terms of if you would not have the solar panel, mm-hmm. would you? Is it cheaper just to keep paying power or is it better just to keep the, you know, pay the upfront cost of the solar panel? Well, to me, I would rather pay the upfront cost mm-hmm. and be able to make money off um, selling that excess power now, is this back in, to the grid. Is this in Georgia or? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a, there's a program in Georgia mm-hmm. that a, a, a company... And I was talking to, but they was like, let's just put it on your house. Nah, don't put it on my house. I just want to know about that. Mm-hmm. But uh, they never came out. But um, I, don't, I don't have it now because I didn't I, think we were going this direction. Well, I was explaining. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was explaining. Uh, they do like rollover credits or something like that. Mm-hmm. So if you have like $10 worth of extra power, you get that like you get those kilowatt hours in your next bill or something like that. So it's like singular, remember a singular wireless rollover yeah, yeah, minutes? Yeah, you get rollover minutes. So you yep. get them rollover kilowatts. So from a house improvement perspective, I thought that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I also had uh, solar uh, water healer, water heaters. That was pretty cool. Other than that, it was pretty like, you know, hey, do you want like this bed that like does stuff? <laughs> I'm like, nah. <laughs> Do you want like this fancy kitchen? I was like, I just need a stove, homie. So it's it's really for homeowners. It, exactly. It's not really for home buyers. Now, what I did appreciate it though was just what 
uh, that I, I saw what people were marketing to home homeowners. So right. in terms of me just thinking in the future, okay, what are the products that people uh, people shop for? Mm-hmm. Who's in the market right now? Um, uh, home security. Of course, I didn't. I didn't really put too much thought into this, but who's the best? So, who's the best service provider in your opinion? So, none of them. <laughs> and this is the reason why. What was you gonna say, Smith and Wesson? <laughs> so, my security is all hooked up to my home automation. So, I have um, I have a, um, a system called Canary, and mm-hmm. I have a system called Ring, and all of them are connected to my phone mm-hmm. or devices and then there's a backup. Oh wow. So they're monitoring that as well. But I have the equipment and the equipment is mine and it's mobile and I can take it. And if I don't want them backing everything up, then I don't have that. But they try to get you to do all of this home automation like the ADT and Brinks mm-hmm. and all of them. But you can have just enough um, and pay less than that and still have a security from that. With my Canary, I'm watching everybody. I can go like this and pull up my my phone yeah. and see my whole downstairs. And then I'll hit my ring, which if you come to my door, I can see who's in the vicinity. And then my backyard, I see who's in the backyard. And it also have... Uh, um, motion detectors on both of them too, so I'm I'm covered all the way around unless they're climbing up the side of the house. Oh. And if they're climbing the side of the house, I don't think ADT or Brinks does anything with that too. Okay, so. because most of the installation is on the bottom floor. So as as a renter, I'm like that's that's one thing I don't like. A lot of renting properties, there's just no good or any security system. Mm-hmm. It's basically, hey, you live in an apartment, so you can probably hear them coming. <laughs> no, so you need yeah. a canary. So yeah. the canary is something, and if you look at the, because people send in, you know, their recordings, because I think 80% of the people that broke in, mm-hmm. they caught them. 80%. That's a, because yeah. the, the, the picture is so clear, they... They actually um, alert you, and you can call the police and set your siren up as you watch them. And it's clear enough to see the people's faces. And then it has, like, the night vision, so it's kind of like, yo, just be quiet. It's dark. They don't see us. Yes, we do. So it's, And it's a, it's a single unit, and you can have multiple units hmm. depending. Like, you, you can have one in the back, and yeah. you can have one in the front, yeah. and you're covered everywhere. But if there's a single entry in, if they can't get to a window or whatever, See, you're covered. Uh, this is what scares me about the homeowner process. Because I would never have no. I, I, I would have been like everyone else. Mm-hmm. I know about people. I know about commercials. Right. ADT, um, Xfinity, Comcast has a little, you know. Defense. They all getting into it. Yeah. So it's just how, how do you know about those kind of things if you, if you want to say, I want to go from renting to, to owning. How do you know about those products? So I stay up on just products in, in particular. Mm-hmm. So I have a podcast. <laughs> What's on the name of the podcast? Automation. Uh, <laughs> it's all home automations on urban lifestyle cafe. And it, it, it talks about all of that. 
so I was in Italy for the last uh, week and a half, mm-hmm. and my home automation cut my lights on, and it also had anybody that was in the vicinity of the front. Mm-hmm. If it activated that, it'll cut on the light in the actual um, office. If it stays on for longer than a certain period, another light cuts on. And then I have it cut off at a certain time at night. Mm -hmm. So I just don't have them all. So it looks like somebody's in the house cutting lights off and on. Like Macaulay Culkin Home Alone. Exactly. (laughs) But I have them set as timers. And then I have regular timers that say they cut them on at certain times. And all of that is controlled from my phone. Yeah. So the only issue that that I didn't add in there that I am going to add is a backup. Um, yeah, it's a backup service. So if they cut the electricity, my Wi-Fi is still on, and the ones that's connected to the Wi-Fi that has battery operated, they'll still be on, and I still got your ass. <laughs> so that's yeah. a backup to the backup. Backup, okay. So all of those things I've learned to say. How do you secure yourself or make a deterrent to Mm -hmm. keep people to know that something's going on? So all of those things with technology growing puts you into that position. So, But as a renter, you know you got a single level or if you're renting and you're in a double Mm -hmm. level, you still can use these type of uh, automated products because they're portable. Okay, so I I don't have to nail or do anything to the wall. Nope. Okay. No. Now that's one thing I do like. So from the renter perspective, there's not there's some things you can take with you as a renter as a homeowner. So I mean, when you, when you're looking at all these different type of devices, you always want to say, how can I keep it portable? How can I automate what I need to? Then you're fine. So if you're traveling and you're going somewhere mm-hmm. else, you want things to cut on like you're naturally there. There's, there's, there's so much. Inf- what I'm learning is there's so much information. There's a huge information gap from going from renting to owning. So I, I'm thinking from the perspective of, like I said before, it seems like when I break down the mortgage, if if I can get something affordable in terms of the total home value, and everything else, it, I think I would be able to afford a home. I'll be able to afford, you know, just everything else underneath that. I guess what I'm what I'm trying to ask is, I mean, when is renting better? When when should you rent? So, like me, uh, me. Okay, so I'm, uh-huh. I'm I'm looking at if I was single and I'm trying to get to a point of. I want to have a good down payment. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that the mortgage company look at is said, how much money do you have saved? Yeah. So they want to see that. And a lot of people at the last minute say, damn, I need to start saving. Mm-hmm. No. Start saving because you want to use some of that as your down payment anyway. But before, you didn't have to do much of anything. And it depends on the program. Some of them, you didn't have to do any at all. Now these banks is like, no, I need to have some cash on hand. But what you want to do is be able to say, let me break into the mortgage that I'm paying. Because here's the difference. If you get a, let's say, 
$50,000 home. No, let's yeah. just say a $100,000 okay. home. You're probably going to wind up paying an extra maybe 200000 maybe 150 in um, finances. Over the life. Yeah, over the life of it. Yeah. So that's why most people don't stay in the home. But if you staying in the home and you want to build legacy, yeah, you, you should want to do that. You don't want to refinance unless you know you're going to get a lower rate. Mm-hmm. And then when you get a lower rate, you want to get a lower rate that keeps you closer to not paying as much as you did before. So when you have that, mm-hmm. you're clean. But me as a person who's looking to rent, I want to be able to save my money. Uh, because homes aren't the investment like they used to be. So people say, oh, buy a home, it's investment, and then you can, uh, um, on your taxes, you can write off the interest and all of that. Mm-hmm. Guess what? If your mortgage is $1,000 right. and you got like two, three bedrooms, but you can get an apartment um, for about 800 So think uh, about this. Apartment eh. where? It depends on where you go. Okay. That's true. <laughs> so oh, let's... Let's make it even then. Mm. Let's say you get a home for a thousand and an apartment for a thousand. So you're not getting as much room, or you can rent a home. Same thing. You're mm-hmm. renting the home, but yet you're not paying the insurance. You're not paying the. Um, you're not paying school taxes and all of that for an apartment. When I looked for an apartment, it was so hard to get something where I am at an affordable rate. Really? But if I was, if I could afford a home, the search would have been so much easier. So you can though. You can get a home, but think about the extra cost on owning a home. I think I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm thinking about that, but what, what, what cost are you talking about? Obviously there's, what's the, what's the age of the, the HVAC? Do you have to replace the air conditioning unit? Do we have to replace the roof? Um, So roof, mm -hmm. If you get it right, it's between probably 15, 20 years. Okay. Which is which is pretty good. Yeah. Um if you don't if you live in an area with not a lot of damage or whatever, you know, like in Georgia, you, we're pretty mm. good. We don't get a lot of like uh hail damage, right. things in that Just matter. severe storms. Yeah. We don't get a lot of severe storms. So we're in a very good position to say your roof should last. Now, trees and things mm-hmm. fall on it, and eh, you, you're going to have some issues. Your HVAC is between 5 and 10 years, unless you get a quality one, and then getting a maintenance cost to go with it. So then if you get a maintenance that they have to come back, and right. every year I'm going to check it out, and i got to replace parts. Really, not um, every year. That's a cost. It should be biannual, ideally every quarter. So ideally every quarter. That's maximum. I got it every Two years. I mean, every twice a year. You know, yeah, fall. But, yeah. I mean, not that's fall. Good. That's good. That's good. And that and that's good. Yeah. And well, they normally don't try to say, "Oh, by the way, your duck needs to be clean." No, my ducks. Leave my ducks alone. I'm good, dude. I'm fine. I got good circulation up in here, so that's pretty good. Right. Then you got your termite issues, and it depends right. if you if you're around a lot of wooded areas, you're gonna have a lot of problems from. Um, Pest. Let's okay. say pest. What percentage of I'm looking hundred thousand dollars? I want to go from renting to buying hundred k mm-hmm. home. What percentage of the home value should I have extra 
for these kind of costs. Roof, so, HVAC, termite. So if you're looking at that, so paint, this is whatever. Don't worry about paint too okay. much. Especially if you're not in a home association. If you buying a hundred thousand dollar home, you're probably not in a home. <laughs> you're not probably in that that, yeah, that range there. Yeah. So you're probably pretty good. But if you're paying a thousand dollars, you'll probably get a decent home for a hundred thousand dollars. I mean a hundred thousand dollar home for example and you're paying a thousand dollars you're pretty good that's a pretty good because a decent apartment you would probably pay a lot more than that anyway and you don't have any room and you don't own a damn thing right so that's why if you get an apartment you save on a lot of maintenance costs so your maintenance costs per year especially the age of the home it depends. So you get an age of the home, and the way they've been making homes lately, mm-hmm. which I, I ran into too, it was fine five years, but they gave you majority of the cheapest type of parts that within that five-year period, it's starting to break down. Wow. So because they made them so quickly, they wanted to get the fastest mass-produced light bulbs. I see um, what you're saying. Electrical system was, you know, just to get it up. It looks fantastic. Mm-hmm. But if you don't know what you're looking at, it looks fantastic until you get in. And then your maintenance costs go from there. A lot of older homes, you just got to be careful of if everything is up to code. Because, uh-huh. yeah. you know, you got your electrical codes. You oh got my your... God. It was Uncle Junebug in, in there. Exactly. And they added the extra room. And but... he did it on his own. <laughs> But yeah, he was, he it started was a fire in, in yeah. four rooms down. Yeah. Like, yeah. So all of those <laughs> things, if you cut into your cost by saving and investing, it cuts uh, into here, your initial cost. Here's my I'm st- my still I'm I'm struggling with this though. If I'm if I'm renting, I know I need to save, but in terms of just value and everything else, I'm just throwing I'm giving money away to the landlord. Or so, to the rental property. What? So you you giving money away to your finance company too? Because remember, you probably paying. Assuming I'm paying the minimum, if I'm going to a home, I want to be able to afford to pay a little extra. That's a caveat. So most people don't do that because obviously we got to give a disclaimer. Yeah, we obviously <laughs> I, just in case we we did explain it on the first one, but in case you don't know, this thing called financing. Yep. Where a bank's not in the they're not in the business of giving away houses. No, not at all. So they give you a hundred thousand dollar loan with we'll probably we'll say and this they raise the rates six percent five point five percent. No, you should you should be able to get it around four. It's just four, still four percent. Four three, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and if you got good credit and you build yourself up and then you have some good collateral because, like I was saying, if you start investing. By not trying to jump in in your mid twenties, but kind of sitting right there at yeah. your thirty range, you should be able to say, "Here's ten thousand um, dollars. I need for you to give me a three point whatever, mm-hmm. um, um, you know, interest fee, and I don't want to pay the co- closing costs. So, what can you do for me? So, you're not putting all of these extras on top of a hundred thousand dollar home." You you sitting at a ninety, and that range is going to be a lot more, and you have more money in your pocket to say, if I would have been paying eight hundred dollars a month, or I'm having 
$1,200 for an apartment. I got $400 that I still can initially invest. And when I need that, that's my nest egg for actual maintenance. Okay. So you're not really building off anything extra that you have. You already know, I want to save money in this home based on what I saved to get into the home. Now, you, you're, you're saying wait. Because when you, when you wait, you're going to save. You're going to yep. be better off. Yep. Outside of saving, for me, when you say, okay, you're looking at somebody who wants to buy a home possibly in the next 24 months, what are ways for me to have leverage besides a big cash, you know, just me sitting on a big savings? So this is crazy. This mm-hmm. is kind of what I found in the last couple of years, too, is they want to know what's your capacity. Capacity? Your capacity for debt, (laughs) meaning uh, how much does your credit card have and how much can you spend on that? Oh, right. Your capacity Mm -hmm. to spend. Is that called capacity? I thought it was called. uh... What's that? Okay. Debt. I'm thinking of utilization. So no, I'm thinking of your credit score. Okay. Yeah. So your so that'll that'll improve your credit score too mm-hmm. because they want to see how much do you have access to money, and if you have access not just to your money but to credit, mm-hmm. you approve for that. So you have that. So they don't mind that you have fifteen thousand dollars worth of credit available to you. Raise the you right there. That's it. Raise the roof. But then you got fifteen thousand, and you save ten thousand. You got twenty five thousand capacity to buy anything that you want. Is there a ratio? So uh, I'm thinking about my own capacity. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting, I'm sitting pretty ish, you know, ish. <laughs> so so that uh, could I, could I, do I need to match it? Let's say my let's let's uh, you know in case these, you know. <laughs> I'm suspicious of folks. Yeah. So I mean, and you should be. Yeah. And you should. You send me in the streets. I heard you. Uh, Yo, bro, I see your capacity is about up. Let me. In your words, your capacity is kind of. But we'll so say, you need. We'll, we'll say my capacity is 10,000. So if you at that range, yeah. they're going to want to talk to you. And they that's will it? give you. No, they will. They will. And that's a good thing because you're single. Mm-hmm. And you're not trying to get a half a million dollar home. Because most people with that capacity still trying to get a quarter of a million you dollar know, home. I'm still that one fifty sounds great. Hundred fifty thousand. Mm-hmm. Right in the city, right near transit. But those homes are going for like three, four. Absolutely. You know, absolutely. I, I can't I can't do that. So you you have to really either go deeper in the hood. Yeah. Um, no, that's I, I'm trying. Here's what I'm trying. I'm trying to finesse. <laughs> you know the whole finesse the finance the the foreclosure game, tax lien game. So that means you got to be prepared mm-hmm. for those repairs. I'm good with that. Yeah, but you once again you're mm-hmm. spending money. So oh. now you got to be prepared to spend money. Even though you put money down, now you have to have the capacity to make your improvements, and I'll, then the improvements are unknown. I'll, I'll spend fifty thousand in repairs if I'm saving three hundred thousand. True. You know. Yeah, because again, if you see it as a, uh, I'm looking at the repairs wise. as the total cost of the home. 
the potential repairs, I should say. And you won't get that loan for that, though. You can get Man. a home loan, and they don't do them a lot anymore either. Wait, what? Yeah. What, you what can, do you mean? You can get a second mortgage or a home loan. Um, oh, I don't know if I want a second mortgage. No, nah, don't do that. What's this, so You don't uh, want that. Oh, ex- explain a second mortgage. So the second mortgage is a, you've been paying on your mortgage. and You're taking money out the house. Yeah. Like, Basically, your house is worth two hundred, but you're sitting at one eighty. So they'll give you second mortgage and twenty thousand, so you can fix the house. So you're paying twenty thousand and what you have right now. So you're back up to the value of the house. Mm-hmm. They don't do a lot of those because the housing market is not in their favor. So man. the housing market is really good now because they haven't built a lot. Where they was building like crazy before, they're not building. Like they used to. And right now, then the whole reason I'm saying uh, buying to me is better. There's no capacity. There's no there's no inventory, what they call it. Yeah. And the the new inventory is aimed at the 400 plus club. Like, I don't have 400,000. Yeah. It's, yeah. They're really just aiming. There's higher margin on that versus a building affordable $150,000 home. So that, I think there's a lot of demand for that. So initially, I when when we brought this home, I was favorable. Uh, then I lost about forty thousand in value. Mm-hmm. How? Because the values of the homes in the area was I forgot what what they call it, but um, they was just reevaluated. No, and they said. Uh, they overstated the value of the homes. <laughs> Who is they? The, the appraiser? Yeah, the appraisers and the um, the commission and, you know. So what happens in that circumstance? Because everything so, is in writing. Yeah. No, Obviously, you have to go to the bank. It doesn't matter what you paid for. Yeah. It's what it will sell for. You know. Oh, this, like, this wasn't immediately after. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, I'm thinking like the, the next day. when the market started tanking. Oh, okay. I'm thinking like know. the next nah, day nah, some nah, dude nah, in a. No, nah, they'd be like, <laughs> it's only worth forty dollars. No, no, Oops. No, no. Like, so okay. So then, if I tried to get out, I would have been upside down because I would have owed more mm-hmm. as I sold. And it. obviously, you don't want that. You don't want to do that. Right. So you wanna you wanna maximize it where it is. But yeah. now that um, the inventory is so scarce, yeah. Um, I'm I'm almost where I was. So it's 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 there. But I also made improvements on the home, mm-hmm. so it'll I get exactly what I want and maybe more because I'm adding to it that shows more value than the other homes in the whole area because they was like this home just doesn't look like the rest of them. It's like no. Well, we're we're talking about in term if you're thinking about buying a home, being aware of all the other costs. Is this a cost over the life of the home? Just being. How do you, as a homeowner, you say, I don't think I want to leave, but I want to make improvements. What's the rule of thumb for making improvements to a home? So every, when you want to make it. Once a year, every two years. When you want to make it improvements and you want to stay longer than the expected five to ten years. Okay. You should be looking at two areas. Okay. One is the kitchen and the other one is the um, master bedroom with the bath. Because that's where you spend most of your time. That that's the pain point for a lot of yep. people. 
So okay. they'll see, oh, this is a nice size living room for the kids. Oh, the hallways look nice. Uh, <laughs> we hang out in the kitchen. Wow, it's roomy. The lighting is fantastic. Ooh, the appliances look really I really like this. Now let's go to the bedroom because that's where I'm going to be sleeping mm-hmm. and spending my time. Clothes, closet. Closet space. Yeah. The, the bathroom has to be big enough to accommodate two people easily. And it has to be attractive enough for them to say, yep, I see myself For in two that. people to agree yeah. and, and not fight. Yeah. Move your shit. Yeah. And <laughs> this shit too small. Yeah. And then you, you, you actually put in your storage in other rooms. And then you're taking away the other rooms. Right. So you don't want to do all of that. So those two pain points for most people is is just that. You know, when I looked, that was the main thing. You know, I wanted to be able to say, if I can't get a big kitchen, I can expand it later. Mm-hmm. So how big do I want the kitchen for now? Okay. So I said, probably in five years, I'll, I'll, I'll do something with that. In my bedroom... I started there first because it has a sitting room. So I wanted to make that. So if I get up in the morning and don't want to go downstairs, I go in the sitting room, chill, listen to music, TV. I fall right back to sleep right there. But it had to be comfortable enough. Mm -hmm. So if I sold it, someone will be thinking the same way. Man, I don't even have to go downstairs. I can just... And they want it. Because it it made the, the area attractive. And it stands out better than most of the other ones. Because I've been in a couple of my neighbor's house, and I was like, Psh. it's look like shit. Are you stunting right yeah, now? <laughs> no, but but yeah. again, it's all about your comfort. But <clears throat> your comfort, not to the point of, man, that just looks crazy. You got to say, it's comfortable for me, but it's a selling point mm-hmm. for someone else. Comfortable, but a selling point. You got people who put like... Um, <laughs> the guy who who did it for me, they put like Greek statues in the bathroom. I don't want that. I would come in and be like, "You gotta take that shit down." Wait a minute. Let's let's pump the brakes. Wait a minute. What what kind of statues? Yeah, just you know. Um, was it was it like real? No, no. Oh, no. What, was, what was it made out of? I, I don't. I don't. Like he didn't you, get it from somewhere. He kind of just. Bought them somewhere and fashioned it into columns, and it was like a modified thing. It's not oh. true um, sculptured art that was put in. I'm about to say, like, yeah, you could do anything, man. Like a little waterfall in the bathroom, man. Nah, they have all that, but it was like, like Greek columns, mm-hmm. but on the front of the tub, they had these statues and everything. So wherever he got them from, he just made the columns. And then he worked the, the the sculptures on the front. Oh, I see. I don't want that, man. So I'm coming in there. You'll turn me off because I got to make changes now. Yeah, it was, it was funny. It's funny you mentioned that. You mentioned the statues and doing something the way you want it. Mm-hmm. This is so goofy an example. But I think of the Neverland Ranch of somebody doing exactly <laughs> what they want. And that's what they wanted. <laughs> you know, I'm thinking for my house. What what's, what do I want? I want a garage. Mm-hmm. I want a basement. I want a full basement too, in terms of why. I want like uh, weight benches. So those are cool. Uh huh. Weight benches? No, just what? garages to do things like that. 
Here's the problem What's I had problem? with garages. Oh, and I'm just being real. Oh, no. Because I've had people who had garages flooding. If it's not made correctly, mm-hmm. water will leak in there. Oh. And it, once you have water within walls, that's mold. I assume you mold. you're at an incline. Not always. Oh, really? Yeah, not always. It depends on how the home is built, mm-hmm. where the home is built, and how much rain you get. Because remember, we had some serious flooding. Yeah, this last week. Yeah, yeah. So last week we some it exists. Rain. It exists pretty often. So you just destroyed my whole full basement. You have idea. to be able to say what will I settle for, or how do I take the chance. So there's all types of things that you can do to secure that. It's just going to cost you money. Well, that's life. Yeah. No, that's fine <laughs> if you're willing to do that. Because oh, if yeah. you want to invest in your home to say, this basement is going to be just this. Because yeah, my boy that's in Winston-Salem, yeah. he wanted a uh, a theater thing. Yeah. And he set it up beautifully. But he put this thick-ass tar stuff all over the bottom of the house and some extra installation and everything. And I was like... I guess you got to do that because you really want to secure your area downstairs to be one he made it soundproof to. So mm-hmm. he, he made sure he reinforced a whole lot. So he, he spent the money to make it the way he wanted. But I always take in consideration that people say, oh, I got a full basement. It's already done. You don't know how good it actually is because you're moving in and you're not even thinking twice. So I'm not a big fan of it. I would love to have it, but no. Nah. No, nah, I got plenty of rooms. What about for? Uh, are you a fan of weight benches and exercise? For me, that's a pain point. Going to the gym versus being able just to go downstairs. Yeah, then... I got a room upstairs for that. Okay, all right. So here's the other thing. Okay. I wanted my laundry room to be upstairs. Why upstairs? So you don't. Have Why to bring your stuff downstairs to wash to bring it back upstairs? Because bedrooms are upstairs. Yeah. Oh, okay. That was a uh, point that I had to have too. Because once I saw it, I was like, God damn, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Went to a couple of them. Yeah, yeah. I was like, nah, I need it upstairs. No, they not upstairs. No, nah, I just went to two homes that had it upstairs. Oh, that's different. They had tried to play you? Yeah. So I'm like, nah, you just turned me off. Man, this uh someone's research. Uh, but, okay. At what point are you would you say someone is ready to pull the trigger besides the savings? Let's say I save how much information building and how do you build that knowledge base? So you're not gonna save. Maybe. You're gonna pay just enough. <laughs> no, I'm I'm yeah, I understand. You're gonna pay yeah, just I get enough. I get you're it. gonna start with yeah. I wanna save, I don't wanna do this. But in order to get everything you want, in order to build on what you want to build Let's on. raise the budget by eh, just a little, little bit. bit. Yeah. And that's what happens. So always, ex- but go in with that number. Mm-hmm. Because when you go in with that number, you know you're going to have a 5 to 10% jump up. If you get the perfect one and the person's like, look, I just need to get the hell up out of this house. Take it. Because... Not only are you getting a, an extra savings, now you have the money to say, I didn't like this one part, 
but now I can make something to mm-hmm. make it work. I have the money for that. Man, you and your automation. I'm just like. Oh, yeah, that's. Yes, yeah, 1030. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Got the Home I, automation. Got the iRobot. I'm not ready to fight. <laughs> yeah, I wanted that too. Because it, it goes on a schedule and it comes mm-hmm. out and cleans the floor. But I'm not paying $600 for a little small circle. Just this. <laughs> right. I'm just thinking through it. But you, you always understand that to get what you want, you're going to have to pay to get what you want. Mm-hmm. There's times that you can get exactly what you need for the right price. But it's very seldom. Hmm. Especially if you want specific things. I'm thinking like in the city, I think I can do without a basement, but I need a garage. What about let's think let's think about, about my car. Overhead um that you could go underneath. If I'm charging my car, I don't want rain to get inside. So depending on the rain, rain. That's that might be tough. I'd rather just have full shelter. So it's yeah. those it's those kind of things where I'm like, it's the negotiation is hard. There's a lot of research to be done. Can I add it? So what, in the house, sense to what do you it? want? In the house. In the house, um, I live I live in a fairly compact apartment now. Mm-hmm. So space, um, I learned to. I will say this: uh, going from like a big apartment to a small apartment has been helpful mm-hmm. because it helped me downsize and clear so much clutter and. I learned once you learn to live with less, I think you move, get accustomed to that. Yeah, so moving to a bigger space, I just wanted to be open and I want to do more with less. So I'm not really, I'm less concerned about rooms per se and space. Mm-hmm. I'm like, look, give me, um, I think I want to record, but if I'm in the city, I know my neighbors might be, you know, they'd be listening yeah. to music, it might yep. be just sound. Yep. So I, ideally, I want a basement, soundproof it. Put some recording equipment in there. Maybe put some gym stuff in there because I, I like to lift weights. Uh, the garage, pop, maybe a two door. Uh, I'm sorry, a two car garage. Yeah, and at least two door. Yeah, two door. <laughs> I guess it would have two doors. It's a coupe. Right, <laughs> yeah. Right. Um. So the garage would have a charger. Mm-hmm. I, I'm thinking at least one, but for my sister, I guess I, I see her. You know, those Nissan Leafs are cheap. The who? Nissan Leaf. Uh, those are those actually on the road everywhere. They're so yeah, cheap. You're starting to see a lot more yeah. of those. those. So are, I told you about the. I, we talked about the Leaf yeah, the last the leaf time. Is very. It's and not it's another it's, one. It's, it's not terribly sexy, but you know. It does what it needs to exactly. do. Exactly. And the the point of trying to be, you know, efficient. Mm-hmm. Why not? It does it. Whatever. Yeah, yeah it gets you. It's point A to point B. It has a lot of cargo room. And don't the leaf has a, a more capacity for yes. mm-hmm. yeah. So that's a that's the other plus mm-hmm. to me. I don't want gas anymore. Yeah, I just want to plug up electric. All electric. I want to plug up. So I'm thinking for for her or or even even but you as can a, rotate, bro. Yeah, even as a second car, I, mm. just the the value of it. I think Nissan messed up the leasing program and it saturated <laughs> the market or something like that. Yeah, because they pushed it. They pushed mm-hmm. it late because when they found that, you know, like what you devote mm-hmm. was was selling, all of a sudden the leaf came out, <laughs> and I was like, "Damn, where that came from?" They yeah. were right behind them. Yeah. So they just wanted to hurry up and get that out. Mm-hmm. But now there's so many electric cars out because now they're moving toward P 
people see it as a plus. Yeah. I don't and then these stations are building faster than the gas companies wanted it to. So there's I think Exxon has I don't know, it's one of them. I'm not sure which one. I, I but haven't they're seen any part yet. of it. No, they're okay. part of the charging station. They're not having any names as Exxon's charging station, mm-hmm. but they invested in them so they can make that money. I see what you're saying. In in case the gas it takes, blows up. Yeah. yeah. So they'd be like, look, we own some of this anyway. We'll find a way. <laughs> yeah. We'll find a way. And you should. That's the smart yeah. way of doing it. But um Yeah. But just, back to the, the, the renting. Just, yeah, the thing yeah. is, even for example, this house is just too big for me because my kids are gone. Hmm. So it's too big. So all I'm doing is spending money to make it look like the way I want per room. So I can go in a room and do one thing, go in a room and do another thing. And you're just spending money. Yeah. But it was initially for three children. And now they're not here. And, you know, I have visitors. We have more visitors now that, that, that comes through people. So it's still useful. And if I hold it to a certain point, it does become that investment. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go against what I'm saying too is black people need to hold on to property and not uh space in the building. I will say this though. Going back, we talked about investments, we talked about um and this is just knowing when saving versus investing. Just mm-hmm. because you have a million dollars in the bank versus a million dollars in investments. Those investments are going to make more money over time than a million dollars in savings. Absolutely. So it's knowing even if you own property, you still have to be savvy, um, work with the real estate agent, work with the banking professional, uh, hopefully have access to um, a legal professional and say, what are the trends? Uh, is, what's, is this neighborhood going down? Do mm-hmm. I need to just hold on to it? Because I see some people is like, this is the legacy house. This is, this is you know you don't want to you don't want to diss the family, but I know they were a, like, well, let's hurry up and sell it. Yeah, this is a crack house. Right? Yeah, exactly. So, you know, it's this. I, I, I do want people to be savvy though. So right. if you do have a house, um, sometimes it's worth to you know sell it to a developer and mm-hmm. then use that money that you used to sell it and buy two other ones. One for mm-hmm. the, one for you to live in, another for you to rent out. If and, that's what you do, because yeah. My failure was not having a a company to rent out my property. I did it on my own. So what's the issue with being your own? um, Because you have to always be available. I feel like going in, did you have any experience with that that though? Oh, okay. So this is all like, it was just crash course. It was kind of like, look, I want another house. Um, so, I'm going to jump on the Katrina victims. They need a, a place to suffer selling it. Tuesday night, water, pl- plumbing. What hey, do you do? You need to come in. Okay, here's some people you can call. I don't know them. Okay, I'll call them. They're on their way. Boom, you landlord. I'm a landlord. Is there a landlord class we can give? Nah, <laughs> don't know about no landlord <laughs> class. But the thing is, when you become that landlord, what you need to be able to have those on-call people, the electrician and the plumber and maybe a handyman for regular repairs. Right. You have to have them available. Now, go... I, I, most people... Yeah. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. But most mm-hmm. people um, 
kind of do it on their own. Wait, the handy, the handiwork. Mm-hmm. That I have two guys that go in that they have their property. They go in and do like look small repairs and stuff like that because that's you know they they're have, capable of doing. Okay, that. they have experience. They have experience. So, I have very light experience. So I don't want to do that. Okay. That was the other thing. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to do that. I'll show up with the guy next to me, but I'm not doing it. <laughs> You'll facilitate. Yeah, I'm I'm just not doing that. But the people dealing with people on that level constantly and needy ones. And you know, I had about three renters and it was initially it was a, it was pretty good because mm-hmm. uh it was in Riverdale and mm. I moved out right before the influx. But I had two good renters, I thought, that the government was paying their rent for um, at least the first year. The government meaning FEMA? Yeah. Okay. So I was I was good. But then when you really look at the house, they was wrecking the whole thing. Yeah. So I had to use most of that money that I was holding on to to start repairing it for the next renter. So it's almost a break even. So I wind up actually losing on that house uh, no. but um but it was fine as long as i can cut the cord i was fine i was like look <laughs> sometimes you take losses yeah. and that was a loss that i probably won't be doing that again mm-hmm. now vacation homes that's a different story because it's a different clientele obviously exactly and then it's temporary it's not yeah. like they're living there they're paying for the cost of their stay and the liability is totally on them All so right. So in this theme of buying homes, renting, if I say to myself, okay, I bought a home, so far so good, I did all the repair of it, repairs, mm-hmm. hmm, I'm saving, wait, I think I think I want to do an Airbnb home. What's your response to that? To that home or to another home? Uh, I'm thinking to another home probably, strictly for that purpose. So back to your research. Mm-hmm. Is the area a good area that people come in and they can stay there and, <laughs> and, not, and get, take a, not get robbed, yeah, yeah. get stabbed or whatever like that? Yeah. So it's, I think the Airbnb thing is amazing. When I was in Italy, we stayed at one. Real okay. It was okay. A, and it was it was so cool. It was like one of those older um, classic Italian homes that you used to see back in the day. They. Mm-hmm. They they bring the water from the outside and bring it in. The wow. doors was huge yeah. and thick, and it was and the stairs was like the old stairs that was built, and they only made small modifications within the apartment, but it was it was great, and you know the, the people were good, and you know, so I had a great. I've only had good experience at Airbnb. Yeah, I only had good. One day, a lady that was in one of the other rooms, she had a dog, and I didn't know they was having a dog. So eh, I didn't want to hear all that fucking barking. But I didn't know that. But we only wanted a room because we was in New York, and this the one apartment was it was huge. It had like five bedrooms in there, and then the big central area was beautiful. But then this woman came in the middle of the night with a yelping ass dog, and I was like, "Look, you didn't tell me no person was having a dog up in here. I got to get up out of here." And they was like, uh, but you're still paying because you didn't say you had issues with animals. I was I like, have, why do I need to say I that? Have issues with noise. <laughs> yeah, but you know, yeah. that was just minor though, because yeah. everything else was 
pretty decent. Okay. But and then when we used them before, it was it was bad. I keep hearing these horror stories. I haven't experienced it yet. With I mean, I mean, really, I had one suspect house in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, it had a weird smell. <laughs> ah, but it's New Orleans. It's a dead body under that. Yeah, possibly. <laughs> and it was like, it was sad. It was a, a gentrified house. Right, right. In a, you know, one of the home, in the areas that was, I think, we spoke of Katrina victims. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think they were hit. So, uh, but anyway, that was, you know, just thinking of, just thinking of like so, real estate and everything else. So, I, I think like, that's a great investment especially because airbnb okay because of them and then they're probably going to have more companies that's going to compete with them right especially with the the racial controversies that they have and they're going to they're going to give the market a chance to compete with them unless they fix that somebody's going to come in and meet that <laughs> yeah and then they're going to be like Damn. some of these hosts are wild and it's you know, yeah. yeah but it's 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 people but you're renting from people you're not renting from a company now. You're renting from people. Yeah. And that's what people failed on is when you rent from people, they can do what the hell they want and think they can say what they want. You can't do nothing about them. You saw the one where the, it was an Asian woman? Yep. You saw, so you already know where I'm going. Okay. Yep. Trump's America. Thanks for, yeah, yeah. This is you Trump saw, America. Go back where you. The quote was the allegedly she yeah. said. I'm mm-hmm. just like, man. This well, she, is, had the, she had the tweets. I mean, not the tweets, the, the, the text. text messages, right? Yeah. She had the evidence. Yep. So why would you text that? Because you think you can. <laughs> what are they gonna do? Go to the media. So <laughs> then all you're gonna do is rent to Trump supporters. Yeah. There's a lot of them. There's almost fifty percent of them. <laughs> so <laughs> you know you're not gonna be running out of customers. It's just funny about that. You know what's funny? The about the uh I think it was John Oliver. It was like the reason Democrats lose is we're all clumped together mm. in cities, whereas a lot of rule, you know, Republicans. Yeah. So how do you expect Democrats to win when they, the districts are in eighty percent victories versus? Yeah. You know. Yeah. So speaking of real estate, I think <laughs> they said you got to learn how to make Iowa Iowa cool. Wyoming <laughs> and be part of that. Yeah, I'm not going to Iowa Sorry. to balance out the red. Yeah, it's no. not. It's not that deep. Nah, not, <laughs> not going to do all that. But no, no. But um, yeah, yeah. but that's a great investment because before I was thinking, you know, if I would have got rid of this house, mm-hmm. I would have got something smaller and rented and start buying investment homes like that. You know, and I'm going to do it in the islands and. Um, outside of the United States, because yeah. you know when Russia start bombing, I want to be able to go somewhere. Oh, you know what I mean? Don't, so don't don't I, say that. I had to put it there, man, because that's my goal. That's it's part ex- of my plan to, to escape. Yes. We're, we're, so I could be driving down Atlanta with my little electric car, yep. looking crazy. Bombs <laughs> bursting in air. Yeah. <laughs> so, was, if, but if, but uh, the thing mm-hmm. is, and the reason why. You know, people should evaluate their renting possibilities. It's because if you want a home, you should start saving. Yeah. And not just saving, you need to be investing. So you need that money to grow as opposed to just holding it. Now, and that's important. We didn't get into pulling money out. So 
uh, right. d- depending on the investment vehicle, there can be various tax uh, penalties or True. incentives. It just depends on the vehicle. So like a uh-huh. CD, if you got a rolling CD, they got these CD ladders. That cash every t- deposits mm-hmm. for, you know, people who may not know. Certificate of deposits, yeah. cash deposits. When you have that and you roll them for every 30 days, every 90 days, mm-hmm. every six months, every year, depends on how long you want to wait. If you pull that and say, man, I want to get a house here, you're not getting your value from that. Then the other vehicle that uh, a lot of my well, employees and friends use was the 401k. So they've been mm. they've been using that. Now, follow me on the scheme, though. So you can put a really good amount on there, and paying it back, you're paying the interest and yourself back. Long as you stay with that company, you're back the way you need to be. And that's not money that you're going to hurt yourself with. So how long would it take for you to pay that back? But you're paying yourself. You're not paying in a financial institution. Especially if you did a match. So yeah. if you put in 5% and they match you 5%, that's 5% you wouldn't have had. Exactly. Out. So all you're doing is pulling yeah. your own and the company money's still there. So if you think about it, a 401k is you... you if you get a match, because there's mm-hmm. some companies that say, I'll match you up to 1%, or I'll match you up to 3%, and that's it. You're like, oh. And you're like, really? Yeah. That's not what a 401, that's all goddamn 401. <laughs> like, yeah, I got you. So they were able to do that, and then, and which I recommended to them is, when you get the loan, make sure you raise your percentage, because now you're paying back more on that, but you had your money. So you're paying back interest, you're paying back what you took out, and you you may have 7%, do it 8%. Mm-hmm. Now, you're, you're spending that money and that's automatic. So now all you have to do is adjust your spending because you got 8% going back as well as paying back your loan. But you should be fine. And that's something that you, that's a, that's a good vehicle if you're disciplined with your 401k. Be disciplined with it and ensure that your company is doing you a justice by um, matching you to a certain point. Okay. So that's another vehicle. The other ones, um, the stock market, if you're using that and you pull that, they got their fees. But a lot of them, depends on the financial institution, some fees is outrageous when you take them out and you didn't realize what the hell this is my money. I've been, eh, you know, it's all money now. Yeah, yeah we, we, we got to take care now, of you. Now we didn't do a disclaimer though. What's that? The disclaimer is if you're renting, I would recommend obviously split the cost. I would, you know, thinking about sacrificing and what you can do individually. If if it's you and someone else, friends, family, whatever, mm-hmm. or if you can even stay with family for free, that's, that's more, that's Doing more that money you can period. save. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I think I'm talking about saving. I would even, you know, just it's, it's less convenient. Yes. Mm-hmm. You can't walk around naked, but you got a goal though. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's okay. Just like last walk around naked. You know, some people, yeah. <laughs> that's their incentive for living by themselves. <laughs> Oh, I got you. Yeah, it's like you know you can't don't do anything weird. It's it's all it's fine. So that's that's your house thing too, then, right? Nah, 
Yeah. My house thing, I still got to have people over, so I'm good. <laughs> I'm talking about for the people. <laughs> I'm talk- no, no, no. That's a good disclaimer, I- though. I'm talking about for the folks who, you know, the, the peacock, uh, <laughs> driving a charger with the 600. Yeah, the peacock. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's exactly. like a, it's a $300 uh, car payment with a $400 insurance, <laughs> full coverage. Full coverage. Yeah. Exactly. So, exactly. Uh, those no, people- but, but you know what? That's a really good point because... A lot of times, um, you know, I got Bosnian friends. Yeah. A lot of my Bosnian friends. That's how they do it. They they moved right back in with their parents. Like, and their parents is like, stay right here, save your money, and then put that money down on the home. And, and again, disclaimer on both sides, parents. Mm-hmm. Parents, you know, if you'll, if you'll, especially, I don't know if it's a thing with women. If your daughter is 20-something, almost 30, you can't treat her like she's 21 or something, something no. crazy. And uh, if if you're the child, wash your own clothes. Don't be nasty. <laughs> you're like you're almost thirty, homie. You gotta get your shit together. You gotta get the it together. The convenience and the goal is to save money. That's what I'm saying. Not to go home and live. Yeah. So if you have the mentality that when you're home, you think you're back home. Nah. Always have if you if you're going to do these things and you have an agreement. Go with the agreement and 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 stick to the agreement. Yeah. Because if you stick to the agreement, then you should be fine. But if you don't, what's going to happen is you're going to be in deep shit. Yep. And then you <laughs> and then you dealing with a lot of animosity and yeah. get the hell out of here. You owe me money and. But on the other hand, like you said, if you turning around and you have a roommate or you sharing the cost, you all of a sudden go from a thousand dollars a month to five hundred. That extra five hundred is a lot of money to but play with. But you have to honestly say, "What is my five hundred? What am I going to do with that five hundred? Not, ma'am, I got five hundred. Uh, I'll save two hundred, and I got three hundred to go out. I'm, I'm balling, yeah. Nah. I'm, yeah. So I'm going to go to Vegas to right. see the Las Vegas I, Raiders, <laughs> the Las Vegas <laughs> prostitute gambling. <laughs> Rape case Raiders. It's like what a disaster. What a disaster. <laughs> so so you have to have the plan. And, yeah. and and the thing is, if you're renting, make sure that you have that goal in mind. I don't think anybody smart would be doing that for long term because you're just paying somebody else. Did you write down your plan? Is it something that did you just visualize it mentally or did you write it down? In terms of, you know what, I'm ready to buy this house. Here's my plan. So here's my plan. Uh-huh. I was in the military and I was like, I'm getting out. I got money saved. As soon as I come to wherever I was going to go, mm-hmm. I'm going to throw this money in their face and they'd be like, wherever you want to go. So you came out like a rapper? You came out like Diddy? Damn. <laughs> do it out. No, so I just, I was right, prepared right, right. for that. It. And yeah. I wasn't going to rent. You know, I did not want to rent. I wanted it was to done have a at home. that point. Yeah, so that makes my sense. Plan. Being in the military, you're just like you know what? A lot of you had enough of yeah, just moving and going. Right, and back. Right. I wanted to be stable. I wanted to be stable for my children. And I was like, I'm getting out. Let me make sure they giving me my money when I get out. So that's exactly what I'm going to give them mm-hmm. in order to get what I want. Okay. And I was good. So I didn't stay with anybody. We so, uh-huh. moved directly into a home. You just had your goal. You, you knew exactly what you wanted, and you knew exactly what it took to get there. Mm-hmm. Did you so, talk to people, like to friends who bought homes? How did you know the process? Did you so buy the, a home previously? 
No. So okay. I've talked with a lot of people at in the time. military at, at that time. The, uh-huh. And they was having homes, and then they were still leaving because they either left a family at that one place and they said they were eventually going back, or they they bought and rented to back to the military people. So they was kind of oh. like, look, I know they're going to need a place, so I'm going to rent them my home that I had in North Carolina at Fort Bragg. That was just a wealth of people who had knowledge, who'd been through the process. And you just, right. You but, took advantage. So I took the knowledge. Uh, different story when you do it, though. Mm-hmm. I was just prepared, and I had everything set. But when you're living in it, it's kind of different. Mm-hmm. And understand, in the military... They gave me money to live somewhere. So I really wasn't paying for anything either. Mm-hmm. So the responsibility in the military was something they call uh, BAQ. Um, I forgot the analogy now, the um, acronym rather. But they paid for everything. Now, when you out, you pay for everything. Right. So it's not just the mortgage. It's the water. It's the electricity. Mm-hmm. It's the gas. It's the garbage pickup. Okay, so it's as civilians, I'm that. used to this. But yep. from your from your perspective, financially, it was gotta, a lot more money. You than have to make that you, switch mentally yep. to. So okay. it was it was good because we got we I put enough on the house that it equated to the amount that the military was giving me anyway. Mm-hmm. So I was balancing that out and said all the extras. Uh, I just had to have a decent enough job to just pay for those extras okay yeah, yeah. but uh the extras start building up <laughs> yeah. it was never a static cost so when you're thinking things are always going to be static nah bro yeah. the electric gonna go up yeah the gas gonna go up it no. may go down but it's yeah. gonna go up again uh we went and got a pool when we first got up <sighs> close that shit up in a couple <laughs> years that was yeah. an expense. That was an expense. So all of these things is not being knowledgeable mm-hmm. without information. So we're in the information age. Shame on you if you don't get the information. Because we, we talked out about there. this last time with home buying. There's so there's so much misinformation. There's sometimes Give me an example. I'm, I'm I'm thinking of you. Just type something in. How do you know it's legit? What's I guess what source, if it's if it's from uh, a real estate agency, are they coming at you with an angle? If you mm-hmm. go to a bank website, hey, here's what you need first time, blah blah blah. Do they have an agenda? How do you know if this is like uh, I'm thinking um, in terms of Clark Howard mm-hmm. consumer? This is consumer friendly information. Right. This is exactly what you need to get through the process. So versus, hey, we're Chase, but uh, we're gonna steer you towards. You know, are you know this but, more more expensive option? But but I don't think that's a problem if you shop. Housing is just a shopping. Don't go out and say I'm ready to buy tomorrow. Who does people do that? Yeah, people do that. That's such a huge decision. That's not only is it a huge decision; it's it's too risky. Yeah, it's very risky because I want to live in this neighborhood. My girlfriend has. A house over here. Mm-hmm. I gotta be in this neighborhood. Are you kidding me? There's better neighborhoods with better houses. What if y'all break up? Uh, yeah. That just you in an area that you hate the person. You're gonna be jogging. Yeah, you're <sighs> like yo, there's that. 
Exactly. Yeah. But people do that. So you, I always say, always look at your options and don't rush into it. So my second home, it was a year. We was like, okay, next year we get in a home. Let's start looking at what we need to do. Mm-hmm. Let's see how much cash we have available. Let's start looking at the areas that we want to. Let's not look at the houses. Let's look at the Area, areas. Yeah. After we looked at the areas, when it got closer, that's when we start looking at the houses. Because the houses was everywhere. There was houses everywhere. Everybody mm-hmm. was building. So that was a good thing. But now in this day and age, you're going to really have to cut that really short when you're ready to buy. So you have to do your research because a lot the market early. is yep. so. Even as a renter, the market is so competitive. Yep, I'm telling for my apartment, I had to beat out four other people. It was it's, it's a seller's market. Yeah, it's, so it's not a buyer's name. Before it was a buyer, now it's a seller. The seller be like, look, this one guy, he maxed this cost. He he just moved from Phoenix. Works with me. He was like, he was the highest bidder. He was that guy. He was that guy. I don't care about, hey, Look, you know, this would be nice for my grandma. That's the house perfect. that I want, and I'm getting it. <laughs> and he was, they was like, hey, look, we'll give you a call. And somebody not only paid them more, but had more cash. And they was like, sorry, dude, we're going with the cash. <laughs> he was like, I don't believe it. He was the highest bidder. And this person came back. With cash mm-hmm. and more. An investor? Uh-uh. Wow. Really? Yeah. These people got money out here, bro. How can you compete with that? If you, you can't. You can't. But that's what you're <laughs> competing with. So what you said, you can't compete, it, but that's what you're truly competing with. Yeah. So that's why I'm saying when, you, when you're when really looking, you, you, what yeah. do you have to sacrifice? Because... Except for looking for a house for another six months, mm-hmm. just say, I'll stick with the one garage we'll, we'll go because plan, everything else is fine. We'll, 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 we'll go with plan B. B. B is good. Plan, plan B? Y'all, can, we, you're can we close on B? Yes. Yes, we can. Okay. Let's go with All the right. B. We'll go with B. So that's, those are those things that you kind of have to kind of take in consideration. Uh, question. Go ahead. R- rule of thumb. Have a gun or an awe. <laughs> <laughs> day as a, and age as a homeowner day and age uh-huh gun <laughs> multiple uses now okay <laughs> what before eh, yeah get yourself a good dog and you know you, you day and age gun and cameras gun and cameras yeah guns okay. and cameras yeah okay yeah it's the right thing to do Man, this has been very formative. <laughs> Gotta have it. Yeah. No, but the thing is, and I wanted to say on a, on a rental because mm-hmm. uh, you know I kind of set you up like, hey, look, rent. Sometimes you renting is the best choice. Renting for is me, the best for choice me right now. It temporarily, is. It, it is. Yeah, right. But well, obviously, long term, I would like to own a home. Say yes, yeah, own. Own. The thing is owned. They're not making no more land unless you in Dubai or um, oh, like China. They just made. making yeah. yeah. Unless that, and I'm not sure how many people can afford that. They're not making no more land. Hold on to your land and buy the land for investment in different 
ways. Mm-hmm. And to your point, with the market of Airbnb, you do not have to have the most best place in the best area. You, s- you just need to have a decent yeah. spot. And people will be like, that's exactly... It's- Five stars. Yep. I, that's where I need to be because mm-hmm. it's close to where I need to go mm-hmm. or I can get to Martyr or, you know, this convention center exactly. always has something going on. Well, yeah. That's a good is it, right does there. Does electricity work? Yeah. Does, a, does Do you get hot, hot water? Hot water. Yeah. That's a pain point. That's does a pain it have point a fan? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Does you it got a small heater or something? HVAC. Yeah. yeah. Does, it, does it smell weird? Eh. Depends... Yeah. Depends on the smell. The smell not, is relative. It's not yeah. a deal breaker for some. Yeah, just <laughs> we'll smoke it out. Right, <laughs> right. So all of those yeah. things you you, you got to take it in consideration of of investing. And to me, I wanted to say, rent and invest your money and save your money in order to take it to the next step. Building off what we talked about previously, like, let's yeah. let's revisit. Right. The first episode we talked about uh, community banks, black banks, mm-hmm. and making sure you have your you know your money right, your investments right. Mm-hmm. And again, just because you have a lot of money in savings, it's not working. No. But at the same time, if you have to, if you're going to make a big cash purchase, if, don't put your money into a vehicle and then pull it out, depending on the the tax penalties. Right. That may not make sense. So if you're looking at buying within two years, mm-hmm. don't invest in something that's going to give you a return in 10 right that mm-hmm. well in 10 years i can probably make about 15 percent. yeah not, not unless you're going to live with a roommate or family for 10 years yeah unless you're going to go through that something you can do if you have like you can you know, do a lot of things, things but you got to stick to it it's yeah. about the discipline yeah. of saying i I'm, i want this home mm-hmm. and this is what i got to do to get this home second thing we talked about automobile purchase mm-hmm Make sure you make a good decision. You know, don't get a eleven percent interest rate. Please, those yep. what do you call them? Buy, uh, what is it? Uh, buy here, buy here, uh, pay here, buy here, pay here, whatever they're called. Mm. And it's like, yeah, <laughs> no credit, bad credit, no problem. Drive off the lot today. And it's like, well, nah. There's yeah, you're gonna you're it. gonna pay a lot of you're gonna pay a high interest rate. Yeah, a, a ten thousand dollar car suddenly becomes thirty thousand. And you're like, how did that happen? Yeah, because you didn't read it, you just <laughs> didn't read it, and and those things. Yeah. So let's go back to your car point. I think mm-hmm. we did the right thing you said with financing and savings, and um, but will you buy a home in an area that you always have to drive? Mm-hmm. So reliable car, yeah. um, um, cost efficient. Mileage wise, and all of that, and not even that. We're just just saying those first two steps of just making sure you have the right financial institution you're part of, mm-hmm. the right investments, the right savings, and if you need transit, if you have to drive, making sure you have the right transit financing, mm-hmm. and then, so when you get a home, those two first decisions can impact you negatively or positively. Yep. So you got to make sure you do all the work on the front end. So once you get to the point where okay, I want to start thinking about home ownership. Well, have you do you have a lot of negatives on your um, on your report and everything? Yeah, do you are you do you constantly overdraft on your bank account? Mm. All those small late things, late payments, late payments, yep. all those small things. You have to be you know b- before you even think about a house, you got to get that under order. So and if yeah. that's not clean, they're pushing you off, 
and you already got a plan that you wanted in the next six months, and they're telling you you need to show consistency for the first six months, mm-hmm. then you can start looking. So you're six months behind because yeah. you wasn't six months Minimum prepared. Minimum six months, yeah. yeah you really, wasn't six months yeah. prepared. Ideally, you want to be like a year, a year plus yep. on time, everything. Yep. And before you bring it to anybody, mm-hmm. you need to ensure that all of those things is in line. So all of these things that we're kind of talking about is leading you to a legacy of profitability or just mm-hmm. legacy for your family or keeping you intact to say, I got a pretty good portfolio. I got yeah. home. I still got investment because I've been doing that, you know, my mm-hmm. adult life. Hopefully so your I'm car will be paid off then. soon. Yep. Yeah. So I don't have all of these additional costs. Yeah. Um, and then as you get raises or getting better jobs, mm-hmm. that money can be used <laughs> somewhere else. You, you except know, for saying, let's just spin it now. And I, I'm laughing because I'm thinking about, you get to that point, you just be on, but it's a, for the single people, be on Tinder. I own now. <laughs> I need somebody. Please. I need to be with someone. Please help me pay half of this. <laughs> you know, renting is hard. <laughs> Pro- You're like, whoa. <laughs> Prof- Desperate much. Yeah. yeah. Tinder profile be like, half the mortgage, you good. <laughs> Let's do it together. <laughs> yeah. Swipe right. <laughs> so cool, 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 cool. So oh, appreciate man. it, Chaz. Um, nah, yeah, good always. stuff. You know, I mean, the conversation went kind of where I wanted to be and what we was discussing. But I, I, I wanted it to be sure that people understand that don't rush to get mm-hmm. a home because sometimes you get the wrong home yeah. or you're in the wrong home and then you're trying to get out. Just like a relationship. Yep. You try to get in a relationship too fast and be like, ooh, wait a minute. I shouldn't have started this. <laughs> well, and then you finding ways to get out. What did Michael Jackson say? When did me start this? <laughs> you don't want to start nothing <laughs> like that. So, yeah. so, and the thing is, that's one last thing. Long term, um, don't try to get the, don't try to get the home that you're going to stay in forever. Mm-hmm. Start a home, get used to what you get. That's just a training home. Like relationship. <laughs> you got that training relationship. Don't try to get the ultimate yeah. because it will never be the ultimate yeah. home. Because when you think oh, this is the best home, you, you're you going to see something better later on and be like, damn, let me hurry up and get not out even, of this. Not even that. Your tastes change. Yep. I mean, you mature. You have to know yourself. You, have to you know. may have a bigger family and you don't know any of that, but yeah. you... You put so much into the first one that family now, member shows up. Hey, I really need to move in. Emergency. What if that family member has kids? Yeah. And then it's like, you know, what am I doing? Yeah. You know, now now I'm stuck more. Mm-hmm. Or you have a two bedroom and say, yeah, you can stay, but you still only got one bedroom. Versus no. And guess what? They gotta leave soon. So you worked it out. But that's true. But yeah, I'm just saying. But um. <laughs> But a starter home. So when you hear these starter homes, get yourself starting in a relationship to say, how do I grow accustomed to this? Mm -hmm. And when I grow accustomed to this, I can deal with it a lot better Mm -hmm. before I move on to my next one. You know, and you're basically doing the same for apart for the most part apartments. Yeah, you don't choose apartment layouts. No, it's like sure you can say you can shop around, but. 
if you had your way, you probably designed an apartment like this should have put this wall here. Mm-hmm. I would have put this door here. So you're already getting you had that practice of designing around the home design itself in the apartment. Right. So just apply it to the home and you know, hopefully it works out. Mm-hmm. And like you said, your taste change. Mm-hmm. Your maturity or your your living situation. So you may have said, I'm good with just this one open area and a bathroom over there. Now it's kind of like, eh, I need that second bedroom and I want a bigger bathroom because I need to have the room because mm-hmm. I put on like 70 pounds. <laughs> so okay. it could be any of the above. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. But uh, no, real good. Real good. I appreciate the time, Jazz. Yeah. Um, good stuff. I did want to talk about travel because uh, I, I know you do a little traveling. I'm tra- oh, and traveling this week? Uh, yeah. This yeah weekend. So. Depending on when it's going out. It's going out before this weekend? Allegedly. Monday. Possible. Uh, okay. Yeah, I mean, Monday. Okay. Yeah, because I got to get back to work. Because so I've been in Italy. Okay. So um, Might be going to I got one that's kind of I got to finish. Got and, you. And I'm okay. probably going to produce... Um, uh, one with for women, my wife doing a uh, diversity oh, one with that. So I'm gonna do some production. So that should be working too. So okay, but uh, yeah, Monday. Okay, gotcha. So Monday. next time I'll tell you about West Coast. West Coast shy. <laughs> but really, we want to talk about how to maximize your dollars when you want to travel and the type of travel. This is perfect. The order you. we're doing this, I I, uh, I do want to say. Yeah, because we went from. From basic level, pick the right institutions, to if you need transit, how to buy a car, auto insurance, mm. home buying. Uh, I, we might be skipping a step though. We can always go back. Okay, because in between, before travel, I think we need to talk about how to home purchases. So I bought, for example, I bought some IKEA furniture. How do you? Uh, so living, living things, living clothes. Expenses. Furniture, yeah. uh, electronics. How do you shop smart? You know, do you Black smart Friday on that. Black Friday deals, flash screen TVs, or what time of the year that you should mm-hmm. be buying this? Because yeah. I got that list too. And then after that, you know, okay, you know, we'll that makes sense. That may, yeah, we work it out. Coming a whole little. Yeah, we can work that. Okay. Yeah. You, yeah. you feel me? Yeah, I feel uh, you. Okay. Yeah, right. I like your organization. That's that's pretty. You cool. know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And I then feel. after travel. Maybe in between, we got we got to do relationships and money because that's so important, especially for people my age. Because a lot of us have student debt. Show relationship and money. A lot of a lot of people my Maybe age have student should debt. Should be before the travel because, because before you travel with you somebody. Travel with. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Boom. Yeah. I've had a gavel. I would. I don't. I, I don't like one. clang. <laughs> so I, I'm a little uncomfortable because it's just two guys talking about this. So we might need a woman's perspective. Yeah. We can bring some can we bring someone in? Yeah. I think we did too. I think on that one, because then it's kinda like I don't know what the hell they talk oh, about. Oh, just misogynist. These goddamn niggas out here. They <laughs> just, don't know. just straight misogyny. Yeah, exactly. Women. Especially me. This is the misogynist version yeah. session that we have in No, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. When my girl move in, she gonna I, she get two towels. <laughs> Bring your own toilet paper. Because <laughs> I got to have my own. Like, what is this, jail? 
straight misogyny and straight up. <laughs> like, look, I hate those dudes. <laughs> I hate you too. Smart Alec Batch. Talking shit on the internet. Right. All right, right we'll, 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 yeah, let's work that out. Okay, let's work right. that out. I think Fair that's kind of cool. I think it's kind of cool. So. Appreciate it. Uh, look out. Welcome to the wall. Welcome uh, to the wall. Oh. Bougie Black Brother. Do a quick plug. Quick plug. Go ahead. Uh, welcome to the wall. We're going to do some uh, YouTube videos. Wow. So I uh, talked about uh, Ikea. I, I redid my room. Wow. I have uh, two wardrobes and a bookshelf. So I switched to all my garbage furniture into slick. And went straight Ikea. Mm-hmm. All black. European. Uh-huh. Mirrors. I look like, to me, it looks like a 90s R&B video. So that's what I do call yeah. you like a... Um, Which one? Uh, what do you call it? When you went to the barbershop. <laughs> now you got Ikea. You got a damn hybrid type. <laughs> nah, but my room He's is... He's a hipster. My room is sexy, though. Like, if there was a camera, I, just, I feel like I'm one of those dudes in the 90s video who starts singing about some girl who left. <laughs> My baby. Da, 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 da. She, then she walk in. So you got it like that, right? Okay. It's, it's a little sexy. I think so. All right. All right. But you could do it on YouTube, though. Yeah. I have some videos on my phone. I have to, you know, edit. So, okay. Yeah. We're going to be, we got some, got some content coming. So Cool. I like so, to check it yeah. out. Welcome I to the Wall Podcast YouTube channel. I don't have the exact channel, but just search that. <laughs> search for that. <laughs> yeah. The Twitter, welcome to the wall. What is it? W. Why would you? I don't know. Welcome to the wall. Is it just welcome to the wall? What? I thought it was W T W T T W podcast. Yeah, man. I think that's what it is. Just, well, we'll find out. Yeah. <laughs> Bougie Black Bro on uh, the podcast. I mean, on uh, Twitter. And Mikey on Instagram. So all of my photos and travel joints is like hot. Trying to get to, yeah, I did Australian, did Italian. Um, trying to get to Cuba. Oh. Trying to get to Cuba. But we'll see. Okay. But thanks, everyone. Thanks for staying up late with us. And we'll see you soon on Urban Lifestyle Cafe as well as Old Car Wax. Peace.